Okay, so I'm kind of in this place right now where I'm just super, super grateful, super acknowledging that, you know, things aren't always going to be the way that I think they're going to be, but coming to this like ultra level of gladness that there could be worse things, right? You know, I'm just, I'm starting to just lean into this idea that I don't think life is supposed to go the way that I think it's going to go. You know what I mean? Like, yes, we spend our lives thinking that we need to goal set and plan and, and those kinds of things. And, and to a point, I believe that there's some merit in, in having an intentional um, purpose, that kind of thing. <laughs> And the energy of like feeling like it's worth our time to, you know, come to our own, I guess our own desire about how we want things to go and, and to reach towards good intentions, right? I think all of that is good. Right? But I think the, the part that gets kind of messed up is when we get overly concerned with no buffer zone and um, no, no um, acceptance or tolerance of deviation and, um, and somehow turn it into some kind of shameful thing when, when things don't go the way that we had desired, hoped, or dreamed for. You know? Like... I think that the whole aspect of goal setting, dreaming, those kinds of things is a totally separate activity of, of lowering the nervous system and, and just having some kind of bright future and hope that's totally separate than the actual actualization of, of getting to the point of achieving a said goal in a um, kind of step-by-step -step specific like, oh, I actually did this kind of thing, right? I just feel like they should be totally separate. I just feel like they, they shouldn't even be a connected thing in some ways so that a person doesn't feel this pressure of like, oh, I still haven't, you know, I still haven't. It turns into that, that part of the vocabulary versus this aspect of, oh, I'm excited that I'm reaching towards this because it means that I'm, I want this energy outfit to put on once I get to this goal. And, and while I'm reaching towards that goal, I'm putting on and practicing that energy outfit as I'm doing it. And then another day, when we actually get to the point of, of getting there, we could be like, oh my goodness, like, I can't believe it. 10 years ago, I said, hey, I would really like this. And I just realized that it just happened, right? But like, in the meantime, to kind of let go of the shameful ideas of, oh, it still hasn't happened yet, right? Versus the kind of like proactive, positive energy around it that is like, I'm so excited that, you know, I'm, I'm noticing this in my progress towards that, right? Or I'm so grateful that I'm noticing whatever, right? It's like, I think it's okay to notice things, but I think the part that's not okay with me is, is when we when we turn it into some kind of weird base belief basement belief thing about ourselves that's negative self-talk or something like that 
versus just this encouraging, kind talk about the whole subject. And just this, this enthusiastic, optimistic kind of a thing. Um, because I just feel like there's so much energy floating around in the world, right? Like there's, there's good energy, bad energy, positive energy, negative energy, all of this kind of stuff. And I just feel like I'm just kind of one of those people that are super sensitive. You know, I would call myself one of those, like, highly sensitive kinds of people, right? That is really affected by different levels and vibrations of energy. And, you know, like, it means a lot to me. You know, like, at a young age, I noticed, started noticing the difference of being in different environments. And it started getting to the point where I was like, you know what? I know how I feel when I'm with these kinds of certain people that believe in these kinds of things or when I'm in these certain environments where people have, you know, decided or promised or committed their lives to a certain way that that allows for greater consistency of positive, good energy. And, you know, I really do pick up on those vibes kind of thing, right? And in some ways, I've become a little bit of a person that that feels like, I don't want to say I'm addicted to good vibes, but I would say that because of the mental health journey that I've been on, it, I'm always a little bit leery whenever things pop up that are not of the, the high vibrational energy that, that I seek after quite often. Because of my background, you know, I'm, I'm easily triggered when I'm in, in environments with a lower vibration, um, whether that's the people that I'm with that, that kind of like radiate a lower, lower vibration or, or environments that are such. Um, and because I, I'm not necessarily a person that, that has a, like a, a daily routine of some kind of like pharmaceutical medication or anything to just keep me just in this consistent space regardless of whatever different energies that I'm around that I'm highly sensitive to you know like it makes it so that I am really dependent on my environment and the people I'm around to kind of be people that would kind of be not by like replacements for medication but almost, right? It's like I'm really highly aware of how influenced I am by different energies and everything that I try to set myself up for success, you know? I really do. You know, I take the time to, like, you know, do the first two to four hours of my day trying to spend time just, like, sacred stillness time, you know? So I can feel like I've actually spent time with my father, like, in heaven. And, you know, spent time just pondering on things that are eternal and not of this world. And, and being prayerful and thoughtful about, you know, whoever, and whoever it is that, that I could send prayers to and more love and, and compassion to, right? And then, you know, and then as I'm doing that, I spend time to just think about, you know, sometimes I'll be doing yoga or just writing to just process through some of my own self-concept kinds of things you know, and, and kind of go into that space of being like, so where is my self-concept today? How is my belief work going? You know, how is my old patterns and ideas about life 
going, you know, how are those different aspects of what has been a trigger for me recently this week, how it is all of that going, right, how is it all going, and then, you know, and then at some point in the day, I'll, you know, connect with my husband, whether it's just delighting and, and being with him for a moment to just cherish him being alive in my life and realizing that he chose me and I chose him and that we are still doing this, you know, and just, just like relishing in those moments together. And then, um, and then other times where it's like, okay, I get to, I get to connect with my kids individually and just really have these little small pockets of moments of the day, whether it's reading stories out loud or whether it's just being in the same room while different kids are drawing or playing or you know just just kind of like holding space for everybody and, and being as open and ready to be discerning of what what I'm going to be doing to to help hold space for everyone you know at times there might be one kid that really wants me to be one-on-one -on -one with them and super engaged and yes I could do that but I know that within five minutes it's gonna fall flat really fast because everybody is gonna be vying for demanding me for one-on-one -on -one, and I don't have a backup person to hold space for me while I do a one-on-one -on -one with someone right and so you know I'm open to be doing some kind of a one-on-one -on -one with people as long as they're acknowledging that I'm also holding space for four other people. And so it's this it's this understanding that I am trying to create with other people around me that that isn't always understood. You know, someone always there's always somebody that's just like, oh, like they just blow me off and they're like, oh, I can't believe you can't just like read another chapter or something. Or I just can't believe that like you can't just like sit down and talk with me for like 15 minutes without an interruption of somebody, right? And so maybe that's something I need to work on too, you know, like, because I actually do believe they, they do deserve to have some, some more of those kinds of things that are more needed, right? Like maybe I do need to get a little bit more toys available for different people so that they can be satisfied and content while I take the time with some other kids that aren't satisfied by the toys so much. They need more of the one-on-one -on -one time and conversation. But in my case, it's actually not even so much about amount of toys, so much as it is like amount of space, right? Because there's a, this equilibrium kind of space where it's like, you know, it really doesn't matter how many toys you have if you don't even have the space to know where you're going to put those toys. So then, you know, you get a certain amount of toys, but then like, where does it go? Is it just going to get lost under a bunch of blankets and snapped on? <laughs> or like... Or what, right? So that's that's the kind of space I'm in right now. I had little sweetie wake up at like 12, 15 a.m. And, you know, crying, probably just cranky from a dream slash feeling thirsty, but is like, you know, when they're kind of delirious and they like, they won't take anything, even though they have those needs, they don't want to like address it yet because they're not ready to solve their need yet they just want to cry it out kind of thing so that was happening for a little bit and then and then after all of that I was just like well I guess the kitchen 
and back room, which is our mudroom slash shed slash storage slash boot room slash was our dining room slash craft room. <laughs> that's all contained in one back room. So that's that's taken a big hit for like a few weeks where it's like, you know, I want to be able to do more to do with creativity and stuff and experiments. But like we have no idea where most of our stuff is right now. You know, we have like, you know, a bunch of popsicle sticks somewhere in that room and and I'd like to be able to be in a place where it's like yeah I totally know where things are right like that would definitely be like a great hope <laughs> to be able to feel like we have things that we want to have but we also know where they are <laughs> and and we're kind of in a journey right I've like at least in the last three months we've been able to manage like one of the bathrooms to like consistently stay upkept like every other day right versus like weeks of unkept and then a deep clean right like actually we haven't had to do a deep clean of that room in like three months probably maybe two and then we're just starting to do that in the piano room and then you know the kitchen and the back room have yet to have that level of keenly ready to do that um as I said before because like I value reading out loud to my kids or having some one-on-one -on -one conversations with them. And I can't always do either of those things when I'm caught up with, like, guardianing the kitchen or guardianing the bathroom. So here I am at the 1 a.m. hour just trying to take a bit of a dent in that area when other needs aren't, don't take priority over them. Yes, I could be sleeping, but I can't really anyways. So I might as well be in this kind of like reverie place anyways that that is kind of slightly productive like I wouldn't I don't have to be doing this right like I could actually just be like doing some more of my thought work kind of like personal time stuff but there's another side of me that just like you know I as I mentioned so I was I was kind of on this tangent of the things that help me as like my instead of medication currently until I get to a point where I can be like, okay, I'm doing it. Like, I'm doing it this week, making the appointments, going to see if I can get a diagnosis and some medication, and we're just going to do this, right? But in the interim, as I mentioned, you know, I do the relationship thing, right? Like, I make sure that I'm I'm giving as much to my relationships, and I'm also receiving as much as I can from my relationships too, right? And then also on top of that, like, I'm just super keenly aware of how affected I am by nature, right? So I want to go out when there's a sun sunrise, or I want to go and sing as often as possible, or I want to go and minister to somebody, just find out about anybody that needs help with something and just take the time to be pulled out and transported out of my own world and my own life and on my own concerns and just be on someone else's agenda for like at least one hour of the day. And, and just have that level of concern and compassion for somebody else and what is important in their lives. I love ministering so much. I love volunteering. I love that feeling of being like, I'm not in my life anymore, right? I'm in someone else's life. And I get to see what life looks like from their eyes and how challenging it is from their eyes. I've, and it, it, I don't know, whenever I put myself in those situations, it always brings me into this state afterwards, almost like almost like I get to have a simulation of what another person's 
what living in that someone else's shoes might feel like, right? And then when I come back to my own life, it's like it's like I went to another planet for like a time and then I came back to my planet and then I get into this space of thoughtfulness of like, wow, you know, no matter how good or bad or or better or worse or whatever the situation was in me going to someone else's planet for a little while, it always brings me back to that place of, you know, I'm really glad for the life that I live, right? I'm the only one that gets to love the individual people that I get to love every single day. My people that I love are not the same people that other people love in their house, right? I know it sounds so like, well, isn't that an obvious statement? Isn't that like, why is that such a revelatory thing? But I don't know why it is, it just is. It's just one of those things where it's like, it brings me into that space of like, I have treasures on earth and in heaven, right? Like, I really do. And it's not until sometimes when I go to someone else's planet that I really begin to cherish the earth and planet that surrounds me, that encompasses me, the, the womb that I get to grow in, in, in a way that is very unique to me and individualized and tailored to me and for me and with me, right? Like, the life that I get to create with my husband in my own home with our kids and the, the people that we get to invite into our home and all of this thing, it actually is marvelous. You know, we're not this like grand, crazy people that, that hold these like fantastic kind of anything, you know, hosting things, right? But all that we are is like, we just really care about community and, and you know, making time for individual people and, and being as helpful as, as we can when we have energy for it. And, and then also just like making room for things that matter most. And that's basically what we dedicate our lives and our home for, you know, like I still remember the day when we moved into here and we knelt down and we dedicated it to the Lord, basically, right? We're like, please help us use this space as an instrument, as a, as a shelter for anyone that might need it, right? Like, that's pretty much it.